You are listening to the Focus on You podcast with me, your host and photography coach bestie, Sherry Brown. This is a safe space where we talk about everything photography, but also deep diving into the photographer's mindset blocks and developing your true skills that shine with tons of self-worth, confidence and authenticity in your business. I believe this journey has so many possibilities when we fuel our soul with creativity and passion that allow us to create a life we've always dreamed of. So sit back and grab a beverage while we focus on you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Focus on You podcast. I am your host, Sherry Brown. Today is three days away until I get to have a well-deserved vacation. I'm going home to Barbados for two weeks um, and I'm so excited. I wasn't going to go anywhere this winter because I had all these plans to go, you know, to Italy for this photo retreat I have and then to Toronto this year for a fitness shoot. And it wasn't until like a few days before Christmas that I really decided that I needed to get out of here. I needed to go see my family. I needed to get away from this winter because let's be real, I am not a winter girl. And I don't think a lot of people that are from Canada or live in a cold country really love the winter. I mean, there are some people that thrive on the thrill of going outside in the freezing cold weather, but that is just not me. So for me, it's important to like break it up a little bit and be able to enjoy a little bit of sunshine and then hopefully come back and it's springtime or almost springtime and maybe a little bit warmer. So it also helps with my mindset. It also helps with um, my productivity, my motivation and inspiration. I mean, my bank account is a little bit, uh, you know, slim, but that's okay. I think it's worth it. I think in life we need to be doing things that, um, you know, I think that's what life is. We need to enjoy it. We need to savor in the moments that make us happy. And whether that be spending a little money or, you know, making those kinds of arrangements in our life to better live our life, to get inspired, to do the things we love. I think it's so important. So I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break from the podcasting. So I thought I'd record this before I go and just kind of like talk a little bit about um, communication today. The art of communication, I feel like I've learned this through the years is like what works and what doesn't work. And that doesn't just include in business. It also includes personal life, like how we speak to people and, you know, learning that we aren't the only people in the world. Like there are other people, human beings that have feelings in the world and we need to be aware of their feelings and kind of put ourselves in their their situation. But I feel like today I'm going to talk about the art of communicating with your clients um, because you can take this in your personal life as well. I feel, I feel like it's all about the energy that you give out. And that would be my number one thing is like to really raise your vibration of your energy when you are going to speak to someone. If I'm going to have a meeting with a client, I'm going to make sure that my energy is raised and I'm excited because I want to make sure that I get everything across the way that I want them to perceive it. So if I'm going to come across as, you know, I don't want to be here right now. I'm taking time out of my day, out of my schedule just to talk to you and not knowing whether you're going to book me or not. 
that can like bring you to a space of like negative um, energy. And so you want to raise that vibration and like set those expectations for yourself that you're going to be doing these key things when you're communicating with clients or potential clients. The number one thing I want to say is that you need to listen. Listening is the key form of communication. You might not be saying anything, but you're actively listening. And think about that time that, you know, you're with a friend and you're talking about something, but the only person talking is your friend. And you're thinking about the next thing you want to say. You're thinking that you need to get two words in, but you can't. And all they're doing is talking about themselves. And that feels so unfulfilling, so uncomfortable because you're like, I just want to get my thoughts out. I want someone to see me. I want someone to hear me out. And so you've put all these things in your brain like, okay, when am I going to get my chance? When am I going to get my chance? And during that process of saying that, you're not actually listening to the other person, right? Um, even though that can be draining to like hear someone constantly and not get two words in, sometimes we need to listen to be able to give positive feedback or to have a conversation with someone. Um, and not everyone's going to be able to have a conversation with you. You kind of have to pick and choose how you're going to put your energy out there and be able to get your words in eventually. But I think the main thing is like patience, listening, not trying to get, get in your word as quick as possible. Because like for me, it's like I'm a scatterbrain. Sometimes it's like, oh, I need to get this point out. I need to get this point out. How do I get it? Out? How do I get it? And then, I, you know, you end up cutting someone off and they don't feel heard. They don't feel seen. And so that's exactly what you're doing, what they just did to you. So if two people are going at it, <laughs> I don't think it's productive at all. Honestly, I feel like it's just, you know, someone's trying to like one up or someone's trying to get in the last word or, you know, someone's trying to be like, um, you know, their ego takes over. So recognize that you need to be listening and silence, silence that internal dialogue. Like try to like, if you do have a thought, just either write it down quickly if you're on a call or whatever, or like keep it on the back of your mind and come back to it when it flows naturally, not force, forcibly, right? Now, the next thing you want to do is besides listening, and you have been listening, you want to take mental note of that, but you also want to ask questions and, you know, give up being more interesting and be more interested. So what are you asking them about? What are you trying to learn about them? It's the same thing as like trying to learn a new skill or trying to learn, you know, a, a new thing, hobby or something like that. You're interested. So you're asking all these questions about how to do it. And it's the same thing with clients. We want to ask the questions to know how we can better serve them. If we're asking them questions, they're more inclined to build that trust with us to say, you know, yes, I, I really hear, I really am like noticing that she's listening. She's asking me the right questions that, you know, she wants to know about me. And you'll end up seeing that these clients are talking more and more about themselves and what they really want. They're building that trust with you, that relationship with you. They're becoming more open. And that's even before you've even photographed them. So I, for, for me, that's a win-win. Like I'm just sitting there, like I've been on calls for like, way too long, but I have like just waited for the right moment to interject when I need to. I I can't like cut them short or, you know, if I want to build trust in a client, if I want to have their business, they're paying me thousands of dollars for a service. I want to make sure that I give them the space to really, you know, 
um, talk about what it is that they want. And I want to be able to validate their feelings and their emotions and empathize with them. The next thing is really like about finding commonality with them. If you're talking to a client and they mention something about, you know, say one time I had this bride who loved espresso martinis. And I know for me, it's like, I love espresso martinis. That's my go-to for any, you know, I've probably tried like 20 different espresso martinis in different restaurants. And, um, you know, that is something that I can relate to on on a, a common ground. So I will say like, Hey, you know, yeah, let's go for an espresso martini or let's, I'll bring that up in conversation a few times because I know that's something like we have in common and that, you know, you're building, again, you're building that trust, you're building that relationship and you're having that, that relatability to someone where they're feeling like, okay, I, I really like this person. Like she has the same common, you know, things as me or like values or whatever that is. Um, so really like look for that common ground and you want to make sure also that you're meeting their energy. So your tone is, you have a good tone. You're not, you're not going to come across as, oh, I'm so tired today. Oh, I've had a long day, long week. I've been like working my ass off. Like we don't want to go to that kind of tone when we're talking to people because that feeds more negativity in a conversation and it feels like oh I'm just here as a burden I'm not here you know because she wants to be here I'm here because I'm I'm you know I'm just a chore on her task list so really like like look at tone and also empathize with them during conversations validate them and set those expectations to protect your own boundaries. So if you are having a conversation with them and you're saying to them, you know, okay, they've they've told you what they want, you've solved their problem, like you've told them how you're gonna solve their problem and all that, you're gonna set those expectations because there's a difference between there's a fine line between being really nice and giving and then, you know, letting someone walk all over you. You want to come across as a person who is a leader more so than a person who, you know, is just a server or somebody who's, you know, a servant. We don't want to come across as that. So we want to make sure that we're giving them the best knowledge that we can, telling them that we can help them and also setting those expectations in our business and our balance of our personal life and our business as well without being rude or using the wrong tone. Um, you know, many times I will often get on a call and I'll listen and it's, you know, maybe half an hour long before they tell me their whole story. And I'm telling them, you know, I, you know, I'm finding commonality with them and then I'm setting my expectations with them. And I'm saying, you know, this is how it works. This is how it works. I'm telling them how it works because I want them to know that I am the I am the expert or, you know, the professional in the in this service. And they're hiring me for a reason. They're not hiring to be just my friend. They're hiring me because I can help them. So yes, you want to build that relationship, that friendship with them. But then the next thing is you want to build that professionalism with them and, you know, that appreciation for building that appreciation that you want them to have for you and what you do. So that is the time when you set those expectations. But first comes all of the relationship building, getting to know them, the commonalities, everything. Now, you also want to keep in mind that nonverbal communication is 
sometimes setting the tone as well. So you don't always have to speak when they're speaking. You don't always say, yeah, 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 yeah. And I have a habit of doing this, honestly. I feel like, oh my gosh, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like I'm cutting someone off by doing that. And I have to be mindful of this. So what I do is I will just nod or use not or expressions like facial expressions. If you're communicating with someone, you can tell a lot by their facial expressions or the way they're reacting with their head shakes or nods. And that's giving them the permission to keep going with whatever is that they want to express, giving them that freedom because, you know, you're, you're paying attention, you're seeing them, you're hearing them. And speaking of hearing them, you want to use their names a lot. So if I'm going to speak to a new client, um, I'm going to keep repeating their name over and over. Let's say their name's Emma. I'm going to say, hey, Emma, so what do you think about that? Or their fiance's name. I'm going to ask for the fiance's name if they're not on the call. So if I say, hey, Emma, like, what does Nick think about this? And Nick this or Emma this. And think about how you feel when someone says your name and they don't even know you. I feel like that also builds a really good relationship with people because they are automatically, again, feeling seen, feeling validated. Um, you're showing them that you care about them as a person, as a human being before like a number, you know, before like a transaction. So you really want to keep that open like dialogue of calling their names out when you are speaking to them over and over again is something that happens in the brain when someone says your name it's like ooh, it's like a dopamine kick like it's like ooh, okay I heard my name I I feel I feel like I I'm wanted and I feel like this person really cares about me um not just in calls but when you are responding to emails email prompt email them back promptly. I mean, like try to get it within a different, uh, a certain time frame, and still keeping your tone in mind. You know, if you're a person who uses emojis and all that, like someone asked me the other day, they're like, should I be using emojis in my emails? And I say, you know what? You need to read the room. You need to see what other people are like first. If they're an emoji person, yeah, sure. Like if they're a curse, curse word person, some people are they have clients like that yeah I mean if it's something that you know they're open to or whatever but I'm not just saying I'm not saying to like take away all of your identity or your excitement and in your tone of your emails and sometimes I'll just use a smiley face and that's okay but like if I'm using like a million different emojis I sometimes kind of have to tone it down because I need to read the room are these people very emoji sensitive people <laughs> um and also, like, I feel like too many emojis can take away from that, like, professionalism of, like, really knowing what it is you're doing instead of, like, you know, being a childlike figure of, in your business. I want to make sure that they know I'm professional, that I know what I'm doing. I'm taking this seriously. This is not all about, you know, fun and games for me. This is, you know, a job. This is something that I want to make sure that I'm providing them as the best of my ability, you know? So, Really keep that in mind as well. Um, and like I said, you know, try to raise your vibration. Be clear about your intention when you're getting on a call or when you're emailing someone, you know, writing as much as possible to get to know them. And communication also starts with your contact form. If you're sending out a contact form on your, on your website, you want to make sure that they have a spot to be able to like tell them about your vi their vision or their day or what they're imagining. The more you can get to know about what someone else wants, the better of a job you're going to be able to do.
Now, what do you do when you come across conflict in a situation, say, with a client or with a vendor or someone in your life? You want to allow that space and understanding during conflict. Sometimes we go into a space of like, defense mechanism defense mode and our ego takes over and we just want to make sure that they know that we are hurt or that we are right and sometimes just putting yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute then you can like gather your thoughts gather your feelings and articulate it in a well you know mature way in a way that you can express yourself freely and maybe make them feel like okay they might be over exaggerating a little bit but this is not about ego it's not about trying to one-up anybody but conflicts and stuff that's something that you can tackle without saying something that you might regret later or insulting another person because you don't know what someone else is going through you don't know if someone's had a bad day or a bad life or you know you don't know anything about that person sometimes so it's better to like come from a place of compassion grace and understanding rather than coming from a place of ego right away off the bat and Yeah, some people do deserve it because they're rightly so like super wrong or like they've hurt you unconditionally in your life or whatever. And in those moments, I think you have to pick your battles and say, you know what, I'm just going to walk away from this. And a last thing I'm going to tell you is be yourself, be genuine. You know, sometimes we can come across as like trying to be something we're not, um, trying to be what something people want us to be. But if we can just be ourselves and raise our vibration to a point where, you know, we're happy, we're, we're, you know, who we are, whether we're an introvert or an extrovert, we can really shine light on our personalities. We can attract the same type of energy. People will be more inclined to trust us, to build those relationships with us and to, you know, recommend us to other people. But if you're being fake, people can see right through that. Like, I know I can see through fake people right away. I just have that intuition that I can see it, that, you know, someone's trying too hard. But then again, I have compassion for those people. I see like those people are trying to be something because I was that and I knew know how that feels. I know what it feels like to want to fit in, to want to be seen. So you put on this persona of something that you're not. And I'm not denying that. I feel like we need to be honest with ourselves in these conversations because we're not, you know, perfect humans. We are human beings living in this world for an experience to learn and grow from whatever those mistakes are, whatever insecurities we have in our life, whatever things have triggered us in the past to make us do or react to the things that we do now. And to take those lessons and in our relationships to build them from those lessons that we've learned and to know how to be better and aware, being aware of how we can be better in our relationships, to know who to keep in our lives and to cut out of our lives. Because there are people you're going to cut out of your life and there's people you're not going to hire there's people that you don't want to do a wedding for or a shoot for because they make you feel small because you know they're they're not bringing out the best version of you and I've had those situations where I've had to like fire someone from doing something like I've had to say you know what I don't think this is a relationship that we can move forward with I think this person will be a better fit for you um you know so when you are going on a call or when you're meeting clients it's an interview between two people that you know want to build a common ground but if there is no common ground if there's nothing at all to build off of then there is no point there is no point making yourself miserable to do something that you're going to regret later or you're going to feel like you're going backwards into a situation that you you know you were before and now you're going back there again so I really think that communication is something that we need to build on through our careers, through our personal lives, every single day, even with ourselves. We need to communicate with ourselves. 
check in on yourself every day to let yourself know how are you feeling today? What is it that you need to give other people to see who you are as well? You know, if I'm getting up in the morning in a crabby mood, then I'm going to have to try to fix that in a sense like, you know, where's my self-worth? Where's my, you know, insecurities going right now? I need to like ground myself and communicate with myself, tell myself the things that I need to hear and remind myself of how, you know, I'm trying my best in this world. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to build relationships. I'm trying to have that energy and inspiration to make my life better with the relationships that I had, because I'm not meant to be alone in this world. None of us are meant to be alone in this world. We're all meant to have a human connection or some sort of connection in this world to be able to thrive, to be able to like pick off that energy from other people to be better. So I think I rambled on enough. I think that is enough for today. I think next time I do a communication episode will probably be how to communicate during a session or like a posing session or something like that. But today I just wanted to really dive into like talking about actually like being aware of how you're communicating with people and how people respond to that. And every single day, like working on that communication with yourself. So this is it. This is it for this episode. And I will see you next time, probably when I'm back from Barbados, where we will focus on you. Bye for now.